Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are joined by Kalindo as we talk his new track, Long Gone. Yes, some of you may know Kalindo is the guitarist for multi-Grammy-nominated artist Janelle Monet. He has also graced the stages with the likes of Prince and Stevie Wonder. Back in 2018, Kalindo decided it was finally time. Time to make and craft and release some music of his own and that's what we're gonna be diving in to today what inspired this decision what is the road being like so far in this new adventure playing shows as kalindo and up into this new upcoming album this rock symphony that he has currently crafted that is known as Shattered Rhapsody. We're gonna be diving into how this rock opera has come together and some of the tracks from it that have already graced our ears, the world. Of course, I'm speaking about tracks like Games and the aforementioned Long Gone, and we're gonna be diving into both of these songs as well. Yes, today we are diving into the world of one of the most in-demand session musicians, speaking to him about his own music. All of this, all of this, and more in today's episode of the DTP, and it is all brought to you today by Desert tigermerch.com where you go to cop yourself something to represent the show every single place that you go that is desert tigermerch.com and now now it's about time that we got the energy the vibe right for this conversation with Kalindo what better way to get it done than to play for you his newest single, This Is The Guitar Driven, Long Gone.
the Desert Tiger Podcast. Good evening. This is Colton Geschwantner with the Desert Tiger Podcast. Am I speaking with Kalindo? Yes, you are. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Staying warm here in this chilly, uh, wintry night. Ah, it's uh, chilly on the East Coast. Yes, I'm here, back in New York. Where are you exactly? So, even though I have a uh, New York area code, I'm actually located in Kamloops, British Columbia, Canada. Woo! Nice! Which is surprisingly warm right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Pacific Northwest, still, you know, I mean, that part of the the world is uh, kind of a milder climate, I feel like, when I'm there, usually. Usually, usually. We're a little further north that we still get some of that, like, uh, somewhat colder temperatures, but so far we barely even have snow right now, so I'll take it. (laughs) Amazing. We look like you right now with our foot of snow here in New York. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a weird year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's an understatement, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So we're here to talk a little bit about your solo adventure here. Yes, yes. Awesome, awesome. Do you have any uh, questions of me before we start on this interview here, or are you good to go? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm good to go. I mean, can I ask you questions while we're interviewing? <laughs> oh, absolutely, of course. <laughs> of course. All right, okay. Well, yeah, I'm ready to go. Uh-huh. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's start where it all begins. I mean, you're well known as one of the most in-demand session musicians there is. So where exactly does the inspiration, the fire to begin this solo adventure begin? It actually comes from my wanting to be a solo artist from the very beginning, you know, or at least be in my own band from the very beginning when I was a teenager and um, I really, you know, sought that out as my goal, but you know how it is in life. You, you have a goal and you run into uh, something that kind of, kind of goes in a different direction, whether it's, um, you know, by chance or God or whatever, or it's all the above. And um, I do is what my father would say, follow the yellow brick road. So the road has led me, in a direction where I'm a supporting cast member for Janelle Monet, and I'm so thankful and honored for that because look at what it's done. I mean, I, I joined with her before the record deal, and, you know, we worked really, really, really hard and diligently and uh, worked on our core values and our whole project and um, uh, promotion and uh, musicality, and, and here we are now. We've done several Grammy Awards and played the White House a number of times and she's been nominated for other things too. She's won uh, an Academy Award for, for a movie. I mean, just so much. What a journey. <laughs> no doubt. Absolutely. It's uh, when I first got the email for this, I was actually uh, surprised to find out who you had been working with because at that point I realized, oh, I've been listening to you for well over a decade. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely me. Oh my gosh! Thank you for for that. Thank you for listening. Have you been to a show? Because we've played uh, played a couple of shows in Vancouver over the years. 
Oh, so I'm originally from Saskatchewan, so I've only been in BC uh, for the last three years, and uh, I've just been dying for the opportunity. So once the opportunity comes again, I'm going to be there. <laughs> yes. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I can't wait. It's uh, one of the many shows. You guys ha- definitely have a, a giant stage presence, and I love the <laughs> appreciation towards that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We that we aspire to it, you know, we're big, big fans of arena rock, arena artists. So, um, yeah, you're seeing us living out our dream. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So while we're on the topic of live music, I have to ask, because you did a little bit of touring as Kalindo in 2019. So what is the Kalindo live show like? Yeah, <laughs> thanks for asking. It's actually kind of a... Um, it's kind of like a, a pyrotechnic rock concert without the pyrotechnics at the moment. <laughs> so, you know, we're, <laughs> I'm really honing in on my uh, performing as a lead artist. And, you know, it's, it's different. It definitely is, uh, in a way, it's not as much fun in a weird way as playing with Janelle Monet, only because I have to work much harder because I'm singing. I have to memorize lyrics <laughs> and I'm playing guitar chord progression and it's way more challenging because of all that. Plus I'm the MD and I, you know, I'm in charge of the set list and I'm the one that does the talking usually. So it's just a lot. So what I'm doing right now is putting together the ultimate show as though I'm MDing for another artist and that's helping me uh, give better shows. So I would just say right now it's a work in progress. Um, that's why we're not using pyrotechnics yet. That's, that's my thing. You know, I grew up on Kiss and, and Rush, you know, and Metallica. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's Canada for you, Toronto, Rush, you know, <laughs> and Triumph, another band, you know, I, um, mm. I'm just really into the rock, into the rock, dramatics of rock uh, presentation. And so I'm working on that first and, uh, you know, maybe next year when we go on tour again, you get to see me live in concert. Um, you'll get to see some of my pyro. You know what I mean? Huh? Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Just put it out there. Bring, bring that spark back to rock and roll. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So one thing I definitely am interested to know is after dreaming of this moment since you were a teenager, what was it like to finally release that first single in 2018 when flowers could dance it felt great it felt like i just unleashed the beast so to speak and um i was really happy you know even though i'm i'm a real as a virgo i'm very critical and analytical um and i was like oh i could have done it this way or that way but it was just time to just get it out there you know and just see what happens and i'm really proud of it you know without a record company and without like promotion like real legit promotion it got uh, somewhere around 150,000 plays you know in the first year which is on Spotify alone you know and that's you know pretty good you know with, with like zero help you know what I mean so um, I'm proud. pretty impressive <laughs> considering uh, for a <laughs> first you. single and like you're pretty much on the road working with other people how much time do you have to push this single these singles at the time too right right Exactly. Yeah, that brings the next question. What has it been like balancing the session work, the touring, and everything else with building Kalindo here? Because it took almost 
a year, like 10 months in between your first two singles there. 2020 has been a little bit more active, but of course, Mm -hmm. you haven't been able to be on the road. Right. Yeah, I would say up until now, it has been challenging to do my solo music, because when I put my heart into something, I put it all in. So when I'm on tour with Janelle Monae and uh, even when we have that time leading up to a show, there's a couple of hours of downtime. Um, I am 100% focused on the show, not on anything else, not on my music or anything. I'm focusing on, on getting ready for the show, uh, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to play, how I'm going to play it. You know, I'm just really getting in the zone. So I don't, and I know other people can focus on their music before they go on stage with, with other artists like Janelle Monet. I just can't do that. I've got to be in the moment. I've got to really be present for that show. So I'm not mad at not being able to focus on my music when I'm on tour. You know, I just do it when I'm off the road and focus on on promoting, you know. But I will say 2020 has been a challenge in that no one wants to hear music. I mean, it felt like nobody really cares about, like, when I release Summertime, which is happy. Oh, yay, it's the summer. Like, nobody cares. They're like, you know, this this year sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a rough one. So if I had it over again, I would have released Summertime last year. (laughs) That's fair, because, I mean, Summertime is a jam. It definitely has a hit vibe to it with the chorus, where it's just, and it's also got that lo-fi vibe to it, too, which is really, really, like, in style. So it's like it, all of these elements should click, but like you said, it's one of those years where it's just nobody's out at the beaches, nobody was out at friggin' going out to house parties and all of these other things. Right. What a backfire. <laughs> that was bad timing. And uh, I released I released games uh, earlier in the year, you know, very uh, haunting, um, ballady kind of dramatic song. And it came out right when, right on the day that George Floyd was killed. And, and of course, the rioting started the next day. And I, I predicted that would happen. I just felt the energy was going to go in that direction uh, just because it was, it was just too many times of that kind of thing happening with the police. And I'm like, okay, this, this is, maybe I shouldn't have released anything this year. <laughs> you know, so, uh, <laughs> so that's a lesson learned, you know what I mean? I mean, if you're going to release something this year, it needs to be about what's going on in the world or, or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, take a break, <laughs> sit down. So um, I'm currently um, finishing my rock opera, which will be finished by next year and hopefully released by the end of the year. And I'm excited about that. Um, but I can't really say too much about it because we are going to shop it to um, the labels and, and, and see what happens. So I'm pretty excited about it, though. Okay. Okay. So yeah. if we can't talk too much about it, let's dive into the singles that have come out of it. Because you mentioned games there, the haunting vibe. It actually kind of reminds me of, like, a James Bond sort of soundtrack yeah. in a way. Or it's like, it's definitely, oh yeah, no, it's like, it immediately like, oh man, this is like an action movie and like a deep action movie sort of vibe, like, yeah. there's a really cool vibe to this song, and it's supposed to be the first introduction to this rock opera, so what is games to you then? What is it, is a piece of this story that you can tell us? Well, it really, it's a story about about love and betrayal and finding oneself, you know, finding that you need to love yourself first really before you love someone else. And that's something that we don't learn really in school. <laughs> you know, we learn that on our own through trial and error. And, um, 
you know, if I, I tell you something now that I think about it, I would love to add that to the curriculum. Like, let's talk about love a little bit, you know, let's have a class that, that focuses on that. You know, we should have a, an alcoholics class, an alcohol class, like a, a, you know, knowledge on drugs and alcohol, like in school, in high school, mm-hmm. like early years, so people can know, oh, that's what happens when you, <laughs> when you drink and, you know, driving ed, we should have driver's ed classes in school, like, like, like not literally driving cars, but just really analyzing, maybe they're doing this now, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little older now, so I haven't been to school in a while, but, uh, so yeah, the, the whole idea behind um, the rock opera is just learning to love yourself, and, um, and, and everything will be all right, then you'll be honest and more, and more true to yourself, and you find the right person. Okay, awesome, awesome. So I just want to step, touch an, on that school subject because, like, where I come mm-hmm. from, they actually do give us driver training. But when I moved to BC, oh. my boss's kids actually yeah. just did their learners, and like they haven't driven a car. And both, like, he has two daughters that just got their learner's license, and it's like, what do you mean they haven't driven? I I drove like four times before I ever had to like get in a vehicle with someone who wasn't an instructor and was like, Oh yeah, no, that's not how it works here. It's like, what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is the wild, wild west. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's more drivers out here than there is where I come from. I come from a oh small town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you for getting, you know, Canada, that's a whole another ball game. You guys are doing a lot of things right, you know, and, um, I, I can learn. We as Americans can learn from Canada, you know, Hmm. Well, we can learn a lot of different things from each other, for sure. That's so true. That's true. I agree 100%. You know. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love the energy. I love the vibe. Thank you. Thank you. Stuck in your heart like a wildfire. You'll always feel me underneath your skin. Blood pumping through, full of desire. So let the games begin.
Desert Tiger Podcast. So I want to know exactly why a rock opera? Great question. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, because rock is not the forefront like it used to be back in the day. And I just kind of feel like, for one, people, um, you know, I feel like my music definitely pays homage to the classics of the past. And um, so what I thought would be kind of a cool way to get it across to the people is if I uh, I'll put it together in a story form because it really is basically a story. It's a, it's a story. And, um, but you also hear uh, the history of, of rock. You hear some 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and in, in intertwined with today. So they're definitely, you can definitely tell it was made in 2021, you know, 2020 kind of thing. But you can hear the homage to to back in the day and people who are super young who don't remember back in the day will probably be like, wow, this is cool. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is this new vibe? <laughs> yeah. What's this new vibe? You know, and, I, and I'm a fan as someone who started out my, my first professional job ever was singing opera in the children's course at Lincoln center at the Met Metropolitan Opera House. And so I grew up on, on that. Plus I, you know, I love Tommy by the who and Jesus Christ superstar and, you know, all those, all the rock operas that have come out over the years and, um, and Arc Android, which, you know, we, I did with Janelle Monet, of course. And, um, I just love the theatrics of, of the opera. And so why not? Huh? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why not? It's uh, all storytelling devices, right? Why not tell a story with the album? Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. So let's dive a little bit into the latest single that you released here in October, Long Gone. Yes. Yes, Long Gone. Yeah, that song is uh, <laughs> a rock riff song. You know, it, it was, it's one of those things, it's not much to the storyline of the song. It's pretty, you know, pretty simple, like not much to think about. It's just basically I was jamming on my guitar, had a cool riff, and... Uh, wanted to make a song out of it and 
I uh, went to Nashville, got up with Brandon James, and uh, we put together lyrics and melody, and, um, you know, he produced it, and, and boom, you know, uh, I got with Lee Christian um, for his label, and uh, they mastered it, and, and here we are. And, uh, you know, it's, I love the groove. I love the tune overall. I think it's really great. You know, it's kind of light, so it's not, like, deep, because this rock opera is very deep and heavy, let me tell you. (laughs) 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 But I'm glad we got it out, and it's doing pretty pretty decently, you know, considering this year. Can't complain. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Off to a strong start so far. Hopefully it continues to grow. Yes, thanks to you, it'll help. I mean, I love that uh, <laughs> you're promoting it, and I thank you again for the interview, by the way. This is awesome. You're cool. No worries. I yeah. appreciate it. I appreciate it for sure. I, I mean, you're pretty damn cool yourself. Oh, thank so. you. <laughs> thank I'm really a geek behind the closed doors, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I, uh, um, I'm no secrets here. I'm the same way. So that's probably why the vibe works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know something funny? I should say this. I'm, I'm, I, I taste when I talk on the phones. So I'm walking through my living room, like back and forth. And I just passed my, this beautiful Rush poster that I have from the Clocklet clockwork angels tour and uh you know it's got neil and alex and getty and alex is playing his gibson es355 and uh being a huge alex lifeson fan of course i had to get the es355 so i actually have one of the 300 es355 made and i cherish it it's one of my favorite all-time guitars it's incredible and um uh, I definitely got a lot from him. Like he's the way he plays. He's got it was a very unique kind of um, sporadic, emotional, uh, scientific. It's a weird combination of stuff that he does. And I was reading an interview of his once, and he said they said something like, "What are you What are you doing with your amplifiers? What do you do when you're not on tour?" And then he said, "Well, being a Virgo, I like to organize my my gear." And I said, "Wait a minute, I'm a Virgo too. Wait a minute." So I looked up his birthday. It's the same birthday as mine. Ooh, holy. Dude, August 27th. Dude, that's like, crazy. Really? Real, right? Like, what? <laughs> to be a Rush fan since I was a kid, since I was 10 years old, I was a Rush fan. And to find this out, I don't know, two years ago, that we're over the same birthday, that's, you know, not too likely to happen. Not at all. And then to be <laughs> one of the 300 people who owns yes. one of those very amazing oh. guitars. Ooh. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. Work of art. It looks so good. It looks so good. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Oh it my goodness, dude! You can crank it up with whatever amp you want—a Vox, a Marshall, a Marshall Plexi. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. sounds so good. Fender, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> We're like, mm. <laughs> just a little bit of gear talk, just a little bit yeah. of gear talk for those that don't talk. know, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So for the music video for uh, Long Gone, how did that come together? Yeah, that was kind of um, a little impromptu. It was uh, Lee Christian's idea from Quick Fix Records, and he just said, hey, get a green screen, do it in your apartment, since obviously no one's really shooting videos outside right now. And so, um, uh, and I was lucky, and my friend and bass player, Natalia Siragusa, came to uh, New York, and uh, she happened to be in town, and she had her come to the house, and, um, 
you know, we did it socially distanced, of course. And, uh, and you know, it's cool. Uh, I think um, um, Grace over there uh, did a great job with the, with the visuals. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I mean, because if you just saw just the green screen, it looks terrible. Like what I, what I did doesn't <laughs> does not look good at all. But um, Aversion Films did such a great job with it, and I'm so grateful. And uh, I might watch it tonight, actually. Wow, yeah, I'm kind of in the mood now. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. It's once again, it has sort of that uh, Bond freaking sort of vibe to it again with like that intro scene, which is super cool. Oh yeah, so Bond. That is definitely. Bond right there. Yeah, she, they, she killed it. Mm -hmm. they, they're, they're amazing. They really are. Mm -hmm. Long they did a great job. Long <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan. Huge baseball fan. And um, uh, long gone is what they say when the baseball is hit, you know, when it's a home run. It's hit over the wall. That's all. It's long gone. That's where I got the idea of calling it long gone. <laughs> and it's long gone. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. It's like, and the pitch on the way, pat, it's going deep. That ball is going high. It is far. It is long gone. Forgive me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> nice. Who's your team? Well, the Yankees. But, you know, I'm a New York fan, so I do support the Mets as well. I just uh, They've had horrific ownership for, like, for years, but now <laughs> they've got new, a new guy, Steve Cohen, and I believe they're going to be competitive, just like the Yankees. So uh, I'm all New York. Outside of New York, I do like the Seattle Mariners. I do um, like the Seahawks, um, because I did live in Seattle for a little bit, for, you know, for a couple of years, a few years. And uh, what else? I like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'm taking those bills, you know. Nice. They're on a nice little streak here. I was when they took down Pittsburgh there. Oof. Ooh, woo. Yeah, man. They put them in place. They put them in yeah. place. Dude, you know something though? The quarterbacks that can run. I mean, that's just come on. I mean, that's, that's ideal. If you can throw and run, oh, forget about it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Is like you guys don't even need a starting running back. It's crazy. No, you don't. But you do for the gimmick, for like the, I'm sorry, not the gimmick, for like a, as a prop. Because like, hey, you might mm -hmm. give the ball to this guy, so I don't know. we got to watch him too. <laughs> he could do something. Yeah. They, they're, they could win the Super Bowl. They're really, really good. I think they're better than the Steelers, you know, unfortunately for Steelers fans <laughs> for that reason. I mean, because Ben can't run, so all they can do is throw. So all you do is just try to get to him, and then you're, you know, you're good, right? Mm -hmm. so. Everybody's been shutting down their run game too. So when it's all they have is Big mm -hmm. Ben, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Love the football talk. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm your dude that does. I do my nail. I do my nails during the day or at night, and then football during the day. What can I say? Yeah, a little nail polish here and some football over there. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all entertainment, right? It's all yeah, entertainment. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 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 love it Rock and roll. love it <laughs> Woo. Mm. yes <laughs> this is gonna be great when is this gonna i can't wait to hear this on the air it's gonna be i'm gonna sit back and laugh at myself on this one. Oh, i am too don't you worry <laughs> the entire time i'm editing it <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh my gosh that's gonna be fun thank god you're editing it <laughs> oh no worries of course want to want to shine you up nice and bright right Wow, thank you, brother. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and one of the yeah. last ways to do this is uh, 
my last question here. So we've been talking about the uh, growth, the musical growth of Kalindo here as you progress into this rock opera. Mm. But what I also want to know is how has becoming your own artist, releasing your own music, crafting this new album, how has it helped you grow as a person and what has it helped you learn about yourself as a person and as a spiritual being? Oh my goodness, that was an incredible question. Uh, quick, quick answer to that. I'll start with the growth. Um, you know, when I was first releasing songs, I was just doing it to release songs. You know, because I thought they were good songs. Um, but now, what I've learned is people really want to hear something from your heart. They want to hear you be totally honest, uh, be as, as uh, authentic as possible. And, um, you know, kind of like spilling the beans, like, you know, Jerry Springer or something like that. So uh, that's what I've learned. So this rock opera is literally that kind of thing. It's like totally spilling beans, spilling uh, the milk, spilling, you know, just, just making a mess of, of things. Because that's what life is. Life, we make messes, we make mistakes. And, and then if we're smart, we learn from those mistakes. And that's really what this, what this rock opera is doing. And I've learned that over these years, just to like, you know what? Grow up, make those mistakes, but share that with the world. Let them know what you're going through. So that's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. It shows vulnerability, honesty, yeah. and it allows yeah. people to know that you're also human, just like they are. That's right. That's right. And then that opens the door to more creative musical ideas as well. When you're going in depth lyrically, you're going to go more in depth musically too. Very, very true. Very, very true. I love the answer. Thank you. I love the question. <laughs> no that was worries. A hot question. <laughs> ah, hey, I, I like to, I like to, you know, change it up from the usual uh, interview spectrum. Yeah, I love it. I really do. I, I love that. Yeah, man, we gotta do this oh, again. So, yes, we definitely do. When this album drops, we're gonna make this happen. Woo! Yeah, you're gonna love Woo. it. It's, it's seriously, if you like uh, all that other stuff, you know, Jesus Christ Superstar and. And Tommy and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, even the Wiz, you know, <laughs> it's it's not as uh, movie esque as as the Wiz. It's not like a movie. It's just more of a conceptual album. But oh my gosh, yeah, it's it's, it's rock and roll. Lots of guitars, <laughs> a lot of guitars. Awesome, awesome. I can't wait. But until then, where can the ambush, the audience, where can they find out more about Kalindo? Stay up to date. Yeah, go to kalindo.com, K-E-L-L-I-N-D-O.com, and just check out what's going on on my uh, website. Also, go to my Instagram, The Real Kalindo, on Instagram, and um, and also my YouTube page, Kalindo YouTube. And uh, I've got uh, little little tricks on what I'm doing on the guitar for certain songs, for guitar solos and stuff that I do with Janelle Monet. And uh, you got some insight into some of my own shows that I've done here in New York and and London uh, as a solo artist, and L.A., and, of course, footage of myself with Janelle Monet on tour. So stay in touch and stay tuned. Awesome, and they definitely should. All right, Kalindo, I want to say thank you so much for joining me here today to take us behind this solo adventure. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm honored, and I really, really appreciate you, and uh, I want you to have a great night and uh, rock and roll! Ah, uh, Ambo.
Gosh, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with the incredibly talented Kalindo as we talked his new single, Long Gone, which you can find right now in your favorite music streaming service as well as the rest of Kalindo's released music so far and when you're there hit follow so that when the rest of this rock opera shattered rhapsody drops when it releases you can have it in your hands your notifications and your ears a s a p and now it's time for our final roaring dtb thank yous and the first one of those goes out to Kalindo for joining us here today. And who do I have to thank for allowing that to happen? Well, it is the incredible Eric Alper for setting the whole thing up. And last but not least, a roaring thank you to you, the loyal, dedicated Ambush, for tuning into this episode of the DTP. If you have yet to join up with the ambush, it's as easy as hitting subscribe or follow on the podcast listening service you're using right now. You can also help the show grow by giving us a big old five star review. You can share this episode with your friends, your family, anyone who you think would enjoy it as well. And of course, you can also head on over to ilovedtp.com to check out some Desert Tiger merch, to copy yourself something to represent the show everywhere you go. With just a little bit of style and class, if I don't say so myself. Alright, Ambush. It is that time that we're about to say goodbye. Normally, normally we would let you know who's coming up on the next episode of Desert Tiger, but we are taking Christmas Day off from releasing episodes. So I hope that you, no matter what you celebrate, no matter what you believe in, I hope that you have a good rest of your week. I hope that you have a very happy holidays, that you stay happy and healthy throughout it all. And we will catch you on the flip side next Tuesday when we're joined by a very special guest and a very special friend of mine. But you can find that out when that episode releases. So until then, you know what it is. I'm going to tell it to you again. I want you to go out there and to chase your dreams, your goals, your vision, whatever it is that happens to make your heart sing and scream to its fullest glory. Find that mountaintop. Find that oasis. Craft that thing. Grow with that thing. And once your roar is finally ready to let out amongst the world you let that powerful that incredible roar out and show the world just what you're capable of and just what beauty you are capable of creating with it because deep down yes you are beautiful and 
One thing that is important when we're out here chasing our dreams and our goals is it's always important to remember to take care of yourself as well. And that's why we're taking some time off. And you should do that every once in a while too. Don't run yourself too ragged. It's good to chase dreams. But you can't enjoy if you can't enjoy the moment, if you can't enjoy the dream, what what are you really doing? All right. Until next Tuesday here on the Desert Tiger Podcast. This is the Colton G signing off, saying a happy holidays, and saying bye bye.